Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up? What's up? What's up? Hi, everybody. Welcome to Believe in the Dallas Cowboys. I'm Jeff Cavanaugh. And that is my dear friend and occasional star of 97 won the freak with us, Jesse Holly. Oh, Jesse Holly went 77 yards. It must be a reality show. Yep, right. Must be a reality show. You kicked radio's ass yesterday. Go listen to all four hours. Get on the iHeartRadio app. Find the speakeasy on 97.1 The Freak, where you hear me from 2 to 6 every day. And Jesse was in yesterday because Julie was out. And he kicked its ass. Man, I, I felt like Goku. Like, when I was getting to my power, I felt alive. So, thank you again for that opportunity. It was fun. It was fun. The, the, and even afterwards, the fan engagement was super fun as well. So, it was good to be back in the saddle. Dust off my quarter inch. Yeah. Whoa, that's a weird thing. Anytime you mention inches, it's weird. Um, or it's yeah. microphone. <laughs> yeah, it's the microphone adapter. Microphone. Yeah. 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 Uh, our presentation <laughs> is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online, your number one source for all your betting needs. We're going to get into uh, the things to actually watch for in the Cowboy game, which, man, you got to really love the Cowboys in this preseason stuff. But we got some and some stuff on deck. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for all the different spokes. Bet online, your fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting, your favorite casino and card games, available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember, use your promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Where do you want to start, Jesse? Uh, yeah, so yesterday or the day before yesterday, you know, just kind of perusing around the internet and – it's always been like this, but it seems like as of recently, there has been just an uptick on we're going to just give the most blatant and outrageous and nonsensical and unserious debates regarding Cowboy football and or Dak Prescott. And that has been like the the, the craze, right? That's, you, saw, that's how you get clicks, baby. Yeah, you saw Shady and Ocho come to practice and not come to practice, but come to practice, or come to the place where practice was. Shady out. said, Shady told Colin Cowherd that Tony Pollard looked good. Pollard wasn't there. He Tony was at a Pollard. hospital having a baby. <laughs> well, he wasn't actually having the baby, but. Yeah. He was having a baby. <laughs> yeah. And then urethra. And then came, what's his name, uh, uh, Carton? So I don't know his name because I don't listen to that show. I saw a headline, but I didn't care. Yeah, this is a guy who got caught up in a scam a couple years ago. And, oh, he went to prison. Uh, yeah, he went to prison. He went, okay. to, he went to prison. He went to yeah. prison. Uh, but he's back, and they're still paying him $5 million a year. To his credit, and WFAN, he has a really popular show in the, in the Northeast. Uh, but he, too took part in the clickbait. Let's make a segment about that Prescott that absolutely makes no sense. I'm going to say something wildly absurd. They're going to listen to it. We're going to cut this sound bite up. We're going to digitally put it out there to the world, and the world is going to react. So here we are, the world here to react. This is y'all's <laughs> fault. This is y'all's fault. Because y'all are the ones that watch it. I don't know if people watch that one because that one, I don't even know. Is that's not even a national thing? Is it? Is it a local thing? I don't even know. I don't know. Uh, I mean, they're paying them five million dollars a year. So but I know you, I know you people. Yes. What do you mean, you people are out there watching, taking in Skip, Stephen A, Acho crap? Only watch Speak on Fox Sports when Dave Hellman's on it. 
Any yeah. other time, well, I don't want to tell you what to do because I do want Dave to keep getting TV money when they have him out there. So if you <laughs> want to support that show, that's fine. Uh, I, I'm only I'm only a Dave Hellman stan. We are Dave Hellman fans. We're both Dave Hellman fans. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what do you say? No, I was going to say. So the, the the question that was posed was, uh, Carton was saying that out of 32 NFL teams right now that he felt there were only two teams that he could unequivocally say that would change their quarterback situation and trade for Dak Prescott. And of course that sent the world in an uproar um, about it. And I thought, surely there was more, there's more teams than that. I got, okay. I clicked on starting NFL quarterbacks and I can give you more teams. Now there is, there is a wild card here because at a lot of times, different teams will have a young quarterback that they believe in that doesn't make any right. money. And other teams might have a guy where you're debating, yeah, Dak might be better than our guy, but it's like the ninth and 10th best quarterback or the seventh and eighth best quarterback and like whatever. But then again, right now, what you're doing, Jeff, is you're actually putting logic to this situation, yeah. which they didn't do. Oh, and okay. Logic into the, they're just like, hey, just, just flat out, take our guy out, put Dak Prescott in. Like that's That was the conversation. It wasn't about money. It wasn't about status it wasn't about would you take right now Dak Prescott over the starting guy on your team as okay you upset at you because you you're not supposed to be dipping you're what? not supposed to be dipping you're not supposed I told to you I told you on the show yesterday which you can listen to on the iHeartRadio app I told you on the show yesterday the <laughs> challenge is when I get off work I finished work and I went to the gas station because I am a p word and I am a pathetic loser with an addiction. So many people in the world aren't addicted to these things. Jeff is. Why? Because you're a P word and you should man up, Jeff. Um, but anyway, uh, the Washington commanders would take Dak over their quarterback situation and they would give you a lot of picks to do it. Right now it's Sam Howell and Jacoby Brissett. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers would take Dak over Kyle Trask and Baker Mayfield in a heartbeat. Uh, the 49ers, Lance is a first-round pick, and Purdy is on a rookie deal, and Shanahan's insane, but they probably would. Seahawks and Geno, I would think in a heartbeat, but he did have a good year last year. Daniel Jones, they would take Dak in a heartbeat. Derek Carr, the Saints would take Dak in a heartbeat. The Rams would take Dak in a heartbeat. Uh, they tried to get rid of Stafford, but that's probably because they're trying to tank. I think the Vikings would take Dak in a heartbeat, but that is like number seven versus number 10. So whatever. The Packers would take him in a heartbeat. The Lions would take him in a heartbeat. Bears, maybe not. Panthers, Bryce Young. The Falcons would take him in a heartbeat. They have Ritter. The Titans would take him in a heartbeat. The Steelers would take him in a heartbeat. The Patriots would take him in a heartbeat. The Raiders would take him in a heartbeat. Uh, Anthony Richardson's a rookie. Stroud's a rookie. Broncos, eh, you're probably going to see if he can bounce back. The Browns should take him in a heartbeat, but Deshaun Watson's deal is fully guaranteed. So, yeah, there's like 10 or 12 that are no doubters. And, and, and like, even not even digging into the conversation, if, like, simple math says, if you put Dak in the conversation of top seven to eight, quarterbacks to seven to 12 quarterbacks. In the even if you hate him, I don't think you can get him to 12. Right. Like I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just right. That tells you that there are a bunch of other teams that have a quarterback that is not better. That, that is not better than him. So 10 
if he's at worst 10 in the top in the in the in the order of quarterbacks in the league, if he's 10 at, at worst, then that means there's 22 other teams who have a quarterback who people overall deem that their quarterback is not better than Dak Prescott. Right, but you'll have six to eight probably that have recent first round picks that would be like, no, we're going to see what happens here. Um, so then yeah, half the league. So there's 15, 16 teams that are saying we'll take them for I, sure. Yeah, if we're blowing out like salary cap things and just we would rather have your guy than our guy. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. There's at least twelve to fifteen that would say yes, we will take Dak over our guy. He said two. Well, he's stupid, and he's doing what they do with the Cowboys. Like it's even. Even the things that are somewhat real and deserve nuance, like Trayvon Diggs, right? He has 11 interceptions, and suddenly, for the first time in the history of the world, yards allowed is a stat by corners. <laughs> and every website has it differently. Ranges are 300 yards apart because people don't know coverages, and like you're just guessing at crap. And yeah, like there's a nuanced conversation to have about Trayvon Diggs, but it's the Cowboys. And so what you do is you say that um, he's not actually good. He just jumps everything and you can't balance that in any way, shape or form. It's like, that's, that's the Cowboy thing is you say that either they're going to win the Super Bowl or they suck and you pick a big name and you try to figure it out from there. That's, that's the bit, but it is more than ever. Like the Dak thing is more than Romo ever got. Yeah. It's just, and I think it's just that there's more people doing that style of show and they all know what to lean into. And the answer is the Cowboys quarterback. That's what you lean into. Will that ever get like, will that have longevity or will that come to an abrupt? Can I guess Dak has to win a Super Bowl? Okay. All right. If Dak wins a Super Bowl, people shut up. Um, outside of that, no, it'll, it'll, it'll always be a thing. I mean, I don't want to draw attention to these people. Like Shady even went with like the idea that like, yeah, you know, those guys in the locker room looking at him like, you know, every time I come short, it's your fault. And that's not, that's not true. Like Dak, compare him to whatever quarterback you want in the league. And in the postseason, Dak on average plays pretty well, but it's just like, we just make up all the stuff, all of it. And it's just like, no, nope, yeah, yeah, but, you know, choke artist. And it's like, no. Nope. And the only way to shut up people who aren't going to base it on anything is you win a Super Bowl. So I guess just yeah. win the Super Bowl, which That's you can't do because Zach Martin's not here. Quarterbacks sometimes get too much credit for the win and sometimes get too much blame for the loss. But Yeah, like you could, sure, you go around the league and be like, look, there are, and this is why I have problems with ranking quarterbacks because I know Lamar was banged up last year. But what's the number? three to four maybe in the league where it's like, no, this guy will drag you to winning. Yeah. Holmes will do it. Lamar does it for Baltimore. Outside of that, it's hard because when you have a good team, it's hard to say they're dragging them to victory when Burroughs throw into T Higgins and Jamar chase or um, maybe Josh Allen, but great defense, good offensive line. So it's hard because most players aren't in a position where they have to do that. But I know Mahomes can, Aaron Rodgers has done that before. He's he's Aaron Rodgers, and he's some pretty and, mediocre average teams in the playoffs, deep into the playoffs. Yeah, and Lamar's the other one that it's absolutely positively because we can prove it. You can go look at their record when he doesn't play; they lose twice as many games as they win, and when he plays, they win three times as many as they lose. Lamar carries that thing. Um, but yeah, people are going to talk about Dak. Whatever, who cares? All right, Dak, well, good quarterback. Cowboys have. Their first preseason game tomorrow at home at AT&T Stadium versus the Jacksonville Jaguars, who uh, beat them in the in uh, what was at the end of the season last year. Yes, 
The last game of the year last year? Yeah, yeah. Last game of the season last year. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. 31-14. They take on those guys in uh, this Saturday, 4 p.m. AT&T Stadium. Where do you stand? Because I, I know that I have a diff- I may have a different stance than you when it comes to starters or kind of already definite guys on the roster. Where do you stand on those guys playing in these preseason games? Oh, I think it's a simple risk reward thing. Like if I play my starters and nobody gets hurt, then I am more ready in week one to beat your ass than you are to beat mine. If your guys did not play real football to get ready. Um, so I understand the appeal of it, but I think you have 17 games that matter. These three aren't them. And so I am a big proponent of Tyron Smith. You ain't touching the field. Zach Martin, you ain't touching the field. Dak Prescott, you're not touching the field. I uh, probably wouldn't have CD Lamb, Trayvon Diggs, Micah Parsons touch the field. I am a big fan of we are not going to expose our guy to injury risk in a game that doesn't count, knowing it means in week one, if another team did play everybody, they might be a little more ready for this. Uh, I'm willing to be behind the eight ball for the first half of the first game to know that I did not expose once or twice or three times my good players to injury. Yeah, they're they're reporting, and I don't know how much of this is true. We'll definitely find out by game time. But Trevor Lawrence is supposed to play tomorrow. Cool. He's supposed to play tomorrow, and, and I guess my take on it is, you know, I come from the old school where there was four preseason games, right? And you had the dress rehearsal for all your starters or, or those guys who were kind of definitely making the team in preseason game number three. That's now has changed. The new CBA has come in. There's only three preseason games now. I do feel. I, I do feel at some point in time, however you want to play this out, guys got to play. Dax, the Dax of the worlds, the CDs of the worlds, the Micahs of the worlds. I'm not saying they have to play a half. I'm not even saying they have to play a quarter. I, I think they need to get some real reps in um, outside of the controlled practice. Because even when you do, even when you do, um, the joint practices, it's still controlled. You still can't hit the quarterback. You're still not tackling to the ground. You're still not doing a lot of those things that you would do kind of letting loose in the game. And even the speed in joint practices are different than they are in games. I I, I can't explain it. It's just the way it is. When, when 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 the money's on the line, it absolutely matters a lot more. You move different. You feel different. I just feel that needs just to – you kind of just need your – the callus of your mind and body to be a little bit in that situation to get you ready for the season. Because because for a team, when you, when you look at their schedule and feel however you feel about the schedule and how things go, they're not going 17-0. Okay? They're not going 17-0. They might. But what we go – what we – what we seem to kind of at times at the end of the year, it's always a game or two that we need, right? It's always, man, if we we need this game and we need so this game and so and so to lose. And then when you look back and you go, man, we, we, we lost to the commanders and we lost to Jacksonville or we lost to whoever. There's games a part of the season, but it's those early season games, those first three or four games of the season. If you drop one, then those at times can come back and haunt you later on. So my thing is, is let's get ourselves absolutely ready to take on those early games in the season so that we don't come in stumbling or we don't have to use those first two or three games as quote-unquote preseason games 
for my starters because Tyron and Zach and Dak and Tony and Micah and Lawrence and uh, you name it are not playing in those games. And now when they come to the real bullets are flying on game day in the season, it's, it's, it's got, we have to feel our way through before we actually get our, um, our, our sea legs underneath us. No, like I, I agree with literally all of it. Like I even think back to um, whichever year when the stupid giants won the Super Bowl, And I think it was like week at the time that would have been week 17, their 16th game. And they had nothing to gain by it. And they threw everybody out there. And I think it was the Patriots, right? And they tried to beat the Patriots yeah. in the last, and they didn't, but they played with them. And like they, that game served them it, and no one got hurt, which is big. And like, I, yes. So I agree that there's definitely a huge benefit to all of that. And then also you could have Tony Romo end his career in a game that didn't matter. And so like, I'm willing to forego all of those reasons because Dak could snap his leg in half and now my season's over and we don't get to debate which games matter. Yeah, but I mean, then if if that's the logic of things, right? Then it's like then we should just play Madden. Like let's just play Madden all off season, all training camp. Because I mean, we've seen Sean Lee non contact tears ACL in practice. Yeah, we saw Tyron last year have to miss ten, twelve games last year because non contact. Yeah, no, it's you're right. It's just a matter of is there a line you draw somewhere? And I guess for whatever reason, mine is, yeah, there's an amount we have to do to prepare to get ready for the season. And once we're through training camp, I think for my important guys, I would say, I, I think you're ready in terms of the risk reward. And are you as ready as I'd love for you to be? No, but like Micah Parsons pulls a hammy on Saturday. And I'm, I, so I guess mine comes down to which end result could leave me feeling the most dumb. And it's the one that gets one of my important players hurt in a game that doesn't count. That's the one that makes me feel more would dumb. Would you feel more dumb if... Not the wood. Would you feel more dumb if Micah pulled a hammy in a preseason game or Micah pulled a hammy in practice? In a preseason game. I, I, see, to me... I no, that's fair. I've never thought about it that way, where it's like, why don't you just have him never practice? And I'm it's like, like we got to like, do something. I mean, like, if he pulls it in practice, or he pulls it, it's like, well, you should not have him in the, in the, in the team live period. No, I'm going to have Michael Parson in the team live period. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's be a forever-ending battle of... I, I just I just feel that that's needed. I, I think just the conditioning of it all is needed because you can't really get into football conditioning without playing football. Uh, okay, same. well, my quarterback ain't playing without Zach Martin, so I'm not doing it. <laughs> my quarterback is not playing without Zach Martin. The end. Well, Josh Wall is not blocking for me if they're playing starters. That that leads to kind of my 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 next maybe the final question of this thing is what position group or players uh, are you looking at in this game who can kind of make up some ground that possibly need to or kind of just say all right he's arrived. Wait, have you met? Have you met me? You asked me what position group? Yeah, I mean, come on, have you met me? <laughs> I mean, wide wide receiver is the only thing that matters. I mean, um, I actually have one, two, three, four things that I'm actually going to watch for, which you have to really care about the team. I can't stress that enough because it's like the battle for RB two, Mike McCarthy calling plays, rookies obviously, and um. And the wide receivers, because what I want to see is a team that is, and they've been doing this so far this preseason, I want to see Kevontae Turpin play wide receiver. Because, like, Brandon Cooks can go, and that's great. 
in terms of guys that can really run. Uh, Turpin's even different from that. Mm-hmm. Not that he'll ever be a receiver like that, but letting him play wide receiver. And Jalen Tolbert has to show the entire world that he's ready to be wide receiver four or five, which is a position that plays 15, 20 snaps a game. Uh, and then there will be the Jesse Hollies of the world who are fighting for, please, God, keep a sixth wide receiver, put me on kickoff, put me on kick return, because we do this every year. This year, it's Jalen Brooks. Yes. He looks really good in camp. Now, two things have to happen. One, that has to transition to the games. Mm-hmm. And two, you better be on the kickoff team and the kick return team. Are you gunning on punts? Yeah. Because the secret about sixth wide receiver is he can be the sixth best wide receiver. That don't put you on a roster because no. the sixth wide receiver doesn't play wide receiver unless two people get hurt. You don't play, so we don't care. What do you bring that's going to put you on the field? Right. And then we have you in case people get hurt. So I think it's relevant to Jalen Brooks and whoever else you like, Simi, whoever else you like trying to make a roster. Um, And so, yeah, wide receiver. I want to see Turpin out there getting 50 snaps at receiver. Go run routes. Yeah, you know, I'm with you. My thought and my thing was, Simi, time is now, buddy. Like literally, or it's over. Like this is it for you. <laughs> like if you don't show and prove in this training camp, I mean in these preseason games, you can you can you can you can you can find a new address because it's going to be difficult. Because I remember remember last year who was the training camp darling that it was Nathan Vasher, but he wasn't on the kickoff for the kick return team. It don't matter. And Houston. Oh, right? Dennis Houston. Yeah, yeah, and Dennis he made the team. These are the guys who we were talking about all training camp last year. So it's like. Now you got the two Jalen's. You got Jalen Tober. You got Jalen Brooks. So you got like you have to you, you got to stand out, and you and you haven't had a good enough training camp where you've been like, all right, you know, he's really made the turn. You've had some drops. You've had some mistakes. You've had some plays that you've made. So these preseason games are going to be really crucial for guys like um, uh, Semi Poku, like RB two. Like I'm, I am, I am torn, interested, intrigued and confused and almost in love with the Deuce Vaughn story. I I want Deuce Vaughn to be RB2 because I believe that the small running back is not a disadvantage. I love the small running back. And I then don't, so I don't, I don't I don't see how that can happen. I, I don't I, Oh, that. Deuce is going to make the team. I don't I, See, I, I think it's Dowdle versus Malik Davis and then Deuce exists in his own bubble. Deuce is going to make it. Dowdle versus Malik is for the third running back on the roster or second, and Deuce is third. I think Deuce makes the roster. I think Deuce gets a lot of DMPs. I think, you know what? We'll see. I think, not that it's a common play, unless your kicker is Robbie Gold or Mason Crosby. I think Turpin returns punts and Deuce returns kicks and plays some running back. But then, okay, so... But that, but see, that almost kind of contradicts your other point, right? Because if Turpin isn't returning punts and kicks, I got him returning punts. Okay, I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying it's a combination of both. Then where do you kind of find him offensively? He's not, see, he's not coming off the field. MG3 oh, that's well, see, now this is, I'll have to look it up, but I mean, the Cowboys, you remember the Amari Cooper thing? Like he was wide receiver one and he played about 65, 70% of the snaps. None of these guys play 100%. None of them. They, because that's that's dumb. That is dumb. CD should not come off the field. But, like, Gallup's going to play 40 to 50% of the snaps. 
Um, Cooks will play 70% of the snaps. Lamb will play 80% of the snaps. I got snaps. I got I got 10 I got 10 to 15 receiver snaps for Turpin. Again? I got 15 to 20 for Tolbert. You got 10 to 15 receiver snaps for whoa. Hold on. I'm gonna look this up. Dallas okay. Cowboys. Now this is gonna be weird. I'm gonna look two years ago because last year doesn't matter because their receivers sucked. I want to see when you had real receivers. Dallas Cowboys snap counts 2020. Because I look at right now and I say, okay, I say CD, Brandon, Michael, then I, I think Jalen Tolbert takes the step. And so if you make if you make Turpin the fifth wide receiver, dudes don't really get to the fifth wide receiver in a game maybe three to five times. Maybe. You have, yeah, you do have injuries too, but like here is the Cowboys from two years ago. And this what, is going to be tough because I know guys got hurt. What'd you say? I said injuries excluded, right? That's what I'm going to try to do. Let me try to go game by game because I need games where they all played. But like they had Amari played 834 snaps. CD played 881. Oh, here's by a percentage. Amari played 68% of snaps. CD 71. Gallup 40. Cedric Wilson 43. Noah Brown 24.5%. Malik Turner 10%. Now, that yeah, is. Turner gonna be falls in that Malik Turner 10% deal. Yes? No? Um, 126 snaps, 17 game season. And then you throw in that a guy or two misses a game or two. So maybe more, maybe I think let's, uh, average offensive game. I mean, once upon a time, these numbers were way lower. What do they run? 60, 60 to 70 snaps a game. Yeah. Uh, so if I have, let's use just for the hell of it, let's use, uh, 60. I'm sure that snaps are more than that. Even if CD and Cooks play 50 of them. That's 20 snaps for somebody where they're not out there. Gallup will play. They're not going to have three wide receivers all the time. Right. And so he may miss a smaller percentage of snaps. So, yeah, I bet I've got 20 to 30 receiver snaps for non-Amari, or Amari, non-CD Cooks Gallup guys. I got 20 to 30 of them. And But, that, but my finishing point to that is, is I just like two guys who are like five, eight and under on the field, like inactive roster at the same time. I, I just, I, I don't think we've ever had that before. I, you know I, how big the average defender is? I don't They're big. Ever They're big. That. You know, it's hard to do if you're big, catch small stuff. Yeah. But when you do, when you do what deuce is stout, when you, you might do, break turban, you, when you do, but again, Turpin isn't running up against 320-pound nose tackles, right? There, there, was a, there was a shot the other day, and it was like fourth and one, and they gave the ball to Deuce Vaughn. How about we never do that? Okay, okay. now that. here's the thing. I think you probably could, uh, but you should give it to Tony Pollard. You should give it to your best back. Because, like, here's the thing. I saw that play on the goal line, fourth and one, and Deuce got stopped because they didn't block well enough for him to score. But the thing that I get from Cowboy fans, and I saw one where he was like, we should probably bring Zeke back for this. And I just want to make sure people understand this. You've created this in your mind because that's how they used him. Like Zeke right. scored a bunch of touchdowns. Tony Pollard was literally better than him in the same scenarios. Third and fourth down, two or less to go. Pollard was better than Zeke. So like the idea that there's this mystical man out there that was incredible at it. Zeke was literally on third and fourth and short last year, a slightly below average running back. But we got to see him score touchdowns. And so it's like, we're missing that now. You're not. You're not. Whoever gets it handed to him is going to score. Except on that play. 
I, I just, I don't know. Uh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. And then, of course, none of this, make, none, none of the Turpin stuff happens or the Vaughn stuff happens if they can't block up front, right? And so it's going to be interesting to see what they are up front. I, I don't know how many snaps Tyler Smith will play. I don't know how many snaps Tyron will play or if he'll play or, 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 um, they might hold them all. Like Biotis might not play because he almost kind of sort of got banged up. That's what I'm practice. saying. Like Biotis to me is not good enough not to play. Like, I think that's fair. We do. You and I could agree because we would just make lines. I'd be like, look, I'm, I'm gonna give you like six dudes that aren't gonna play. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm not. Not every starter, but right. I got about six dudes that ain't playing. And that's okay. it. That's all I need. Yeah. But we'll see. Training camp uh, still under. Uh, well, they're traveling today back to. Oxnard. They're traveling home for almost like a, a visitor game because they'll travel in, play the game, bounce back to Oxnard. I mean, there ain't nothing to do. And wait, no, this one's here, right? Yeah, they'll travel to Arlington, play the game. See, I think I'd fake. I'd fake an injury. No, because then they want me to go back to Oxnard to work with the trainers. I'm trying to find a way to not go back. Like, guys, we did camp. It's over. Now we're getting ready for fake games. Like, I'm good. Tyron wants to go to the house. Like he's just gonna go to the house. That's a good question. Do they let these guys go to the house? Like we land, <laughs> can we go to the house for a couple hours? The answer, months? I bet the answer is the same as everywhere else, Jesse. Jesse Holly didn't get to go to the house. You're right. You're right. But Dak got Dak's to go to the house. To the house. <laughs> Mark, Mike is going to the house. CD's going yeah. to the house. I'm going to the Omni. And you, Simi, better, you better Simi, be there. Right? You better yeah. be there when they come do room check at eleven o'clock. Yes, Simi and uh, yeah, Simi ain't going to the house. CD Mike. <laughs> All right, get ready, enjoy the game. He's Jesse, and you can find him everywhere. You just wait till I, I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get him stuck on 97.1 one the freak. I'm gonna get him. I don't know how yet. I don't even know what the role is, but I'm gonna figure it out. It's gonna be badass. But until uh, then, you can find me at on Twitter at Mr. Fortalone. You can find me at Hanging with the Boys, DallasCowboys.com. You can find me here at Believe Network. You can find me on A to Z Sports, and soon you'll be able to find me on Unfiltered with Jesse Holly on YouTube. That boy's working. So many working. things. Yeah, working. get the YouTube page going so I can throw the YouTube link all over my YouTube, and we can get the number thingies up, and you can make all the money. Let's go. Because people don't know how incredibly wealthy I am off of of this YouTube channel. All right. Bye, everyone. Remember, you have no idea what anyone's going through. Be cool to everyone. We love you. Be easy. Eliminate the contingencies. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.